This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hello. We are live in the studio recording together. We have our good buddy, Emilio, here, who's going to be filling in for Chris, oh, who's Chris Mist right he is now. He's so Chris Mist. But he's doing such a cool thing. He is. He I'm is jealous. hanging out in New York City, where he lives, Ugh. and he is watching the Thanksgiving Day balloons be inflated that's so before cool. his very eyes have you ever done that i have it's very cool when we lived on the upper west side we did that um the balloons are so much bigger than you think they would right. be especially when they're on the ground yes because then the size is really very clear but it's really cool they have them under these big nets and it's all around the natural history museum and you can look at them and take pictures in front of them and it's very so cool. cool very fun i never got that close to them when i was living in new york i think we chatted about this before at some point on the show but i I went, like I got on the train really early in the morning and went on Thanksgiving Day to go mm-hmm. watch the parade. And I was, I think, right around like 72nd, 73rd, right by the Dakota. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I don't know if you recall this from like when you're watching the parade live, not like down by Macy's where like you just have this clear view of everything. Sure. But when you're on the Upper West Side, you know, your view is obscured. Yeah. You can only see the balloons when they clear the building that's north of you. Yeah. And I don't know if this was just where I happened to be watching the parade or if this is just like a tradition, but every time like a balloon would come into view, mm-hmm. the crowd would go, Whoa! <laughs> like they would all that's react. Great. And then like, you know, when the parade was sort of like stopped down, it was cool because like they would sort of like make the balloons like go back and Do forth dancing, and yeah. dance. I, I will never forget that experience that's that was, really cool it's a very very special experience quintessential new york as yeah some might absolutely say. yeah we when we i think i talked about this but when we lived uh there this this last time uh we were at 85th street and that's where santa it all backs up and his sleigh is at between 85th and 86th Ooh. so we would go down just the end of our block and there was santa's sleigh and he was waiting for the rest of the parade to sort of get going but wow it was pretty cool now, speaking of santa Woo! We we put in we put in a request to the big guy. Yes. We asked him to join us on the show. We've been trying to make this happen for we'll a while. It, we'll see if it comes true. And there is a very good chance, friends, that yes. Santa J. Claus himself will be joining us later this episode, which feels very fitting. It does. Considering what we're chatting about today. Our theme this week is so fun. Hmm. We are doing the top five new reindeer names oh, i love this so much you know what we could have done is new reindeer games <laughs> names and games names and games and maybe that's a uh, season three season three. season three we'll come up with new reindeer games um but this time we're doing new reindeer names so yes. like what if dasher donner vixen is feeling a little under the weather yeah right and they need they need a year off they can't they can't course, go yeah. maybe they got covid sadly oh my you know gosh. i don't can, know what their protocols are covid probably yeah everybody else can yeah that's true and and you need to slide somebody into the open slot. Yeah. We're going to give you some options here. These these are very fun names. Uh, we think you're going to enjoy that. I love where the idea for this theme came from. Where did it come Do from? Do you remember? I don't remember. So when you and I were opening our bank account this yes. was months ago, yes. uh, we opened it at Chase. And yes. remember I said it was like, Chase. I was like, this could be like a reindeer name. And that they were like, where we Bing! came up with it. 
There's a theme idea for this season, and here we are making it come to life. You never know when inspiration Gotta be ready is going to strike you Gotta be ready uh, in this world. And speaking of inspiration, I'm so inspired today. Mm. Wonder why? Yes, please tell me. There's only 20 days till Christmas. Oh my gosh. 20 days. That's like... I'm, I, I'm excited. <sighs> I'm nervous. I feel this is... What do you think? What, this is a good question for you. Okay. What would you say if you had to pick besides Christmas Eve or Christmas Day... Mm. So we're taking those out of the equation. Oh, geez. Okay. Boardwalk or Park Place. Yes. Yeah. What is your perfect day? Like, what? Ooh. which would be the most wonderful day? I'm talking like, I want a date of like, not like your perfect, like we, first we'd go make hot cocoa. And <laughs> I mean, like, the, you're, the we're, it's a miscongeniality joke there somewhere. But like, which day is your favorite day of the Christmas season if it's not Christmas Eve and Christmas? Is Miss Congeniality, first of all, just so I can get this out yes. of my brain, because it's going to ping pong. That was, is that where they're like, it's not too hot, it's yeah, not too yeah, cold, yeah, it's like yeah. November... Like March 14th 11th or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Anyway, Emilio, you're going to have to get on that today, because you are research guy today, yes. since Chris yes. is not with us. No pressure, you just got to do all the microphone stuff, all the camera stuff. All the cameras. Stuff. And, and be our look search up guy yeah. and make sure my, my coffee is hot. Yes. I actually have the date right here. Yes, yes what is it? Okay. Uh, the quote is, that's a tough one. I'd have to say April 25th because it's not too hot and not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Light jacket. Wow. That's it. Okay. Well, that's my answer. No, <laughs> <There> you... <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, so, yeah. are you talking about, like, a date around the holiday yeah. season that, like, I feel like is a good a good day? Yeah. Like, when when is your happiest time besides Christmas Eve and Christmas? Mm. Like, is it... Christmas Eve Eve? Mm. Is it like a week before Christmas when like the kids are out of school? And now you're like, because for me, I would say, while you think on this, I'll tell you mine. Okay. I think that I would say for me, it would be, again, taking Christmas Eve and Christmas Day out of the picture. I would say it's probably that week before Christmas. So maybe like the weekend before Christmas, whenever that would happen to be. Because it's like, the the stores are in full full blown mm. Christmas world, yeah. right? There's music playing everywhere. There's specials on TV right. every night. There's usually that's when you're going to like a kid's Christmas pageant yeah. or something like that. So I would say, yeah, like the weekend before Christmas, whenever okay. that would happen to be, depending on the year. Yeah, this year is interesting because Christmas is on a weekend. Yes, it's on Sunday. It's on Sunday. So for me, I feel like it's interesting because. You know, like say uh, Christmas was on a Friday, most likely you're probably not working that entire right. week. So because it's on a Sunday, I almost feel like there's going to be some work days like sure. on the 19th, 20th, 21st. Now our industry, everything shuts down. Well, we should say this, not to get political here, but okay. we should say we live in Southern California. It's we, true. we work in the television and film industry, yep. which part of the thing, one of the things that I love about that industry is when the holidays come, everybody shuts down and everybody oh, goes to be best. with their families. Now, you and I have also spent a lot of time in New York with the Broadway community. Yes. Very different story. <laughs> when it's the holidays and you're in the Broadway community, it means extra shows and extra work. How many shows? Aren't there like weeks where you're doing like 10 shows or something there, like that? Yeah, there are a lot. Because normally you do eight shows a week, but you can do 10. And then there are, sometimes if it's like a Christmassy show, they'll yeah. get an exemption. Like when they did The Grinch on Broadway, I think they were doing 12 shows a week. Oh my gosh. Which was crazy. And usually you work either on Christmas Eve, like you might have a Christmas Eve matinee, yeah, and then maybe nothing on Christmas, but some shows will do a Christmas oh, show. Wow. It's It can be intense. And the people that are in the Rockettes, I was just gonna they're say, doing like 
eight shows a day. That's what, but they have like they multiple have two casts where they yeah. rotate back. So and they forth. rotate back and forth, but the dancers will do, I think, three to four shows in a day. That's incredible. Yeah. Can you imagine like how rock solid their calves are? Rock solid. From like just going kick, 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 kick. kick. See, who needs P90X? We, just we need should to be just join the Rockettes. Or we make our own like, uh, um, like fitness videos, but we just do Rockette dances. It's called Get Rocked at. Ooh. I like that. That's kind of fun. That right? is pretty good. I, the, the fact that they haven't done a fitness video already, I feel like is a, a yeah. Christmas missed opportunity. Absolutely. So we'll Absolutely. call MSG, yeah. you know, who manages the Rockettes and just say, hey. We'll let you know by next week. It'll, it'll probably all be It'll filmed, probably be up online. Deal signed. Eric yeah. and I will be the trainers. Speaking of online, Danny, tell the people what is happening today. Now, oh again, gosh. full disclosure, we record these a, a few, you know, a week or so yep. beforehand. But today, when we're recording this... There's some crazy stats, Eric, with our downloads for the Christmas countdown show. It's it, it's Tell bringing back the excitement that we had last season yeah. when all of a sudden we'd be like, "Oh, we're now in 50 countries. We're now in 60 countries. We're now in 175 countries." Like yeah. it just like it all happened so fast, and we were just tickled. Yes, you know, red and green, as it were. Uh, but today, something is happening that I woke up. And like every day when I wake up, I have like, you know, all of us have like our things we check, right? Sure. For me, it's not so much social media. I like to check our stats. Yes. Like that's that's my gym. I check my email. I check my stats. Or our stats, I should say. And today, like I opened the app and I was like, wait, the math of like total downloads for our show doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then like I scrolled down and I just saw this massive like line going straight Spike. in the air yeah. for today. And I was like, wait, what is... What is happening right now? And then I looked and it said that at that point, this was at like 6.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. we'd had already like 9,000 downloads today. And right now, which is still morning time, yes. it's 11.30 in the morning yeah. for us, we've had over 20,000 downloads today. What? I don't know how this happens. And which episode? Well, that's what's so interesting. Or... So there's like two episodes that are really driving sure. this huge influx. You would think maybe like Christmas songs, sure, yeah. Christmas movies. Or one of our newer ones. One of the newer ones, yeah. right? It's uh, two episodes from season one. Mm-hmm. One of them is The Ultimate Christmas Countdown Part 2. Good one. Which has get, had like 5,000 downloads That's today. the one where we got really emotional at the end. Uh, maybe that people want to listen to us cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that somebody on the internet's like, hey, you want to listen to what? two grown men cry? <laughs> listen to Christmas? this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then the other one, the main culprit, as it yeah. were, is uh, top 10 Christmas things we Christ missed mm. in season one has had over, I think, 14,000 downloads today. What? I don't. I don't get it. We don't understand. We don't know how this happened. We yeah. don't know if someone posted it, someone influential or something. I don't know. I, I went to our Twitter, no yeah. mentions there. I went to Instagram, nothing there. Weird. I don't know. So like I even posted on our private group on Facebook, which is where all, all our Patreon yeah. you know, members get to hang out. And if you want to join that private crew, I highly suggest you do it because it will fill your life and your world with the most massive Joy. merry vibes yeah. uh, you'll ever experience. Uh, and all you have to do is just click the link in the episode notes to join our Patreon. Um, but I posted a, a question. That I was like, are there any like internet sleuths right. here that can help us? Cause I don't know. Why is this? Happening? I don't know. So if you're one of these people who just found our show, welcome. Welcome. I don't know how you found us. Maybe you're listening to this in the year 2025. Maybe that it's the metaverse. I think that's no, what but for real, like yeah. these are people that are listening to us from last year. Oh, so I'm saying someone might be listening to this episode right now. That's weird to think about. Four or five years from now, because they're new to the Christmas countdown crew 
four or five years oh from now. Oh my gosh, that Isn't just that blew odd? my mind. Yeah, that's really interesting to think of. Like we're talking to people in the future. In man. the future, that's... what's it like? <laughs> what's it like there? We would love to know. Shoot us a DM. Uh, How's that global warming thing going? Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, I said we wouldn't though. get political, but here we are. Um, but I just, I don't know how it's happening, but I'm glad that it is. I'm I'm glad yes. that you know. Tens of thousands of people, new people, have discovered our show today. Yes. Which is really, really thrilling. Um, and speaking of people who discover our show and love our show, you know, we have our Patreon crew, which are like, they're like family to yeah. us, right? And we get to hang out with those people every day. But we also have people who are listening on Apple, Spotify, all these places, and they will either leave us reviews on mm-hmm. Apple or they'll shoot us DMs on Instagram or shoot us an email at Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com to let us know what they think of the show. And this is something fun we like to do is we like to read Yes. Those messages. So I was thinking we because could... Because you know why, yeah. why it's fun to do that? Because A, it's nice to hear for yes. us. Um, B, I think it's nice to give a shout out to the screen names, at least, of the people that take the time to send in a review. A hundred people. And also, I think uh, maybe it will kind of inspire others to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm feeling similarly about the show and I should send in my message and get my name read on the air as well. Yeah. I think we oftentimes maybe discount what are words, the power sure. that words have, you know, and I, maybe it's not us that you're going to reach out to today, but maybe there's somebody in, in your life that like you have a lot of appreciation for a significant mm-hmm. other, your children, uh, your male person, whatever it might be that, you know, we're like, gosh, I'm so grateful for that person. Yeah. Here's a good opportunity. This is the season of like loving get it out. togetherness. Just get yeah. it out, share the love. And if you want to share some of that love with us, we'd love that. We will welcome it with open arms. So I'm going to uh, pass this one off to you, Eric. This All is right. our, our first uh, listener review. Of the Here day. we go. This is, uh, again, this is a, an ongoing bit, but we can't read the whole title. <laughs> the title is Penguins Love It T. Dot, dot, dot. Penguins Love It Two. Two, like T-O-O? Yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Penguins love it too. Okay. Oh, yes. I think it is. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Have you read this yet? I have. Okay. This is good. We'll act surprised. That's how I sort of cheated <laughs> with guessing the title. Here we go. Um, okay. And this is from Harry Potter Girl uh, Smiley Face. They got a great- Wingardium Leviosa. Leviosa. You. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, all right. And they said, they gave us five golden stars and they said, I'm a zookeeper who loves Christmas. And I'm a little bummed that I'll be working this Christmas Eve and day this year. Mm. I play this podcast at work when I'm feeding animals and cleaning habitats every morning. And it has really helped me stay in the Christmas spirit. Thank you, Eric and Danny. The Penguins and I will be listening to you on oh Christmas my morning. Gosh. I love that. That's so cool. That is really cool. I love that Penguins are listening yes. to our show. Yes. When we launch this. I don't know if I thought. We, like, I don't oh, think we expected that. No. I wonder what zoo uh, she works at. Yeah, Harry Potter girl, smiley face. You need to let us. Let know. us know what zoo. What zoo are you at? Because if it's here in Southern California, we'll come say hello we'll to the penguins. Say hello to you and the we penguins. We can do a live show. Live just show for them. the penguins. No recording. We we'll just talk to the penguins. Yeah. What sound do penguins make? No, oh, that was bad. They say hello. I they they kind of they kind of squeak. I think a little bit, but not much. Like dolphins. Yeah, closer like to sonar a dolphin sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever they language they speak. And if we're wrong, penguins, please let us, know. let us know. Shoot, shoot us an email. You can find us Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com. Yes. Have you quick quick sidebar here? Yes. Have you ever seen the video of Benedict Cumberbatch saying penguins? Do you know no. about this? Okay. Go on a little internet Can dive. We play it right Do you know now? what this is? Amelia, Amelia's right, we're gonna play it just a little bit because it's so funny. I'll okay. give you the backstory. Basically, okay. he had to he was narrating a nature documentary. Okay. And he could not he's a trained actor. He's a very right. good speaker. He could not say the word penguins. He kept saying like penguin penguins. 
ping, penguins or something. And they were like, no, it's penguins. And he like couldn't say it. We'll, we'll play you the clip right here. Is penguins. Like penguins. Crested penguins. Penguins. Parent penguin heading home. So why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm curious. When, when he's recording this, because he's probably in a booth somewhere, right. is the engineer not like uh, looking like Mr. Cumberbatch? So sorry. Uh, can you say that one more time? I think we're missing what, that. What is word. the producer like? Do we say something? Right. What do we do about this? Like, it's been a bit Cumberbatch. He's got a whole bit that he's got to say multiple times. Like, and like, but almost, I almost expect that sometimes from documentaries because it's sure. never narrated by a guy who's just got like an American sure yeah, yeah yeah it's always like very nice like upscale British yes. sort of thing so like I like when they say certain words with yeah. a little flair yeah yeah because yeah. I almost feel like well have I been saying it wrong sure yeah like should I be saying penguins 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 I wonder how he says onion I know I bet he says it the right way onion onion <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, I stopped. Well, back to the listener reviews. Oh, but that, that was. was so, I'm glad we did tangential. That. Sorry, that's what they expect from us. That's uh, right. So this next one, the title of the review is Christmas Blissmas. Mm, great, love that. Great play on words, and I would expect this from a username such as Danta Claus. Like play on that's words good. must just be what what Danta Claus does. Now, do you think Danta Claus is somebody named Dana that Ooh. loves Santa Claus, and they made Danta Claus, or do you think it's a dad who's like Danta Claus. I think it's someone maybe named Daniel. Dan, yeah, that too. Or Danny. Sure, yeah, yeah. Or just Dan. Dan, you could be Danta Claus. I wrote my own review, <laughs> and this is just this does seem very suspicious. Okay. Christmas Blissmas, Danta Claus. Sound like you. I'm like, guys, we got to get to 200 we need, reviews. We need more reviews. Just come up with funny names, and we'll post them. Uh, this was not me. I, I, you know, I believe in honesty. Yes. Um, I have. I will say I have rated us five stars, though. That's good. That's but fair. I didn't leave us a review. That's fair. Anyway. Okay. So Christmas Blissmas. Uh, I caught episode five about top 10 foods at Christmas time mm-hmm. on a flight to Vegas, of all places, last year. <laughs> Quickly binged episodes one through four and haven't missed an episode since. <sighs> if Christmas is your thing, listen to Eric and Danny. Let it rip. <laughs> it's definitely one of the top Christmas pods available. Thank you guys for creating space for all us Christmas crazies. That is awesome. Isn't that fun? Every time, I I know, and I know that we say this every time, (laughs) but like when we hear from people that are like, I stumbled upon your thing and you are providing a space for people that are obsessed with Christmas, I just, it just warms my heart so much because we felt that way and we thought y'all were out there, but we weren't sure that we would get to you but somehow we are and it's just so exciting because i think that people that are obsessed with christmas and we've said this before it's not that they're obsessed with christmas they are but what they're obsessed with is the feelings of christmas and the positivity and the joy and the kindness Mm -hmm. and all the good stuff that's wrapped into it and so when we hear that that's out there it just warms our heart a to know that you're listening but also to know that there are good people in the world 100 percent you know Fight with positivity as much 100%. as we can. What's wild is that, you know, I think, you know, people say, like, I'm so glad I found other people like me. Yeah. It is the same for us. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't know that, like, people would find this. And if they found it, that they would be like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like, people could have been like, hours and hours of it. Weirdos. Like, that could right. have easily happened. Yes. And, and I'm sure some people say that, which is totally fine. But I love this idea that, like, People found us and were like, yes, we align with you. So just like you feel seen or heard through our show, we feel seen and heard 
through your, your reviews, reviews and, totally. and your feedback and the way that you keep listening and engaging and supporting, you know, on Patreon or subscribing on Apple or Spotify. It's like, wow. Yeah. They love us. They, they really, really love, love us. us. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's it's really, really special. And yeah. it is it is a representation of what this season is all about. It's all totally. about community, all about togetherness. And we're just grateful. Absolutely. It's really the, the long and short of it. So if, if you're listening right now and you maybe haven't rated us yet, please you know hit that five-star button. You can rate on Spotify and Apple, and then you can leave us a review on Apple. Mm-hmm. Or if you're listening on another platform and you just want to let us know, uh, shoot us a DM on Instagram. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, and then Twitter. Xmas Pod. Yes. Xmas Pod. At Xmas Pod. Tweet at us or just shoot us a DM. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, We will share that here because we just, we love it. And and, and I think other people connect with the words that you're sharing as well. Um, So that's that's that. I love it. I had a fun thing. Well, we have a couple things here that are fun. Uh, Let's start with Christmas trivia. Ooh. I have some fun trivia questions that I think you may not know the answers to. Wait, so you've prepared a trivia segment I've prepared just for me? Just for you, because <laughs> I felt like you schooled me so badly with the backwards songs uh, uh, game that we played uh, on the last episode, and I was so shamed that I did not want to subject myself to another game <laughs> of looking like an idiot. And so I was like, if I'm the game master, Ooh. then maybe I can stump Danny. It, it's wild, you know, after we finished that episode, yeah. Emilio and I were, were back in like our production office and I said to him, I said, it, it's so funny, like if your brain sees something or hears something a specific mm-hmm. way, like, you know, some people are really good at puzzles sure. or they just like, they see the solution. Yeah. Like when, when Chris was playing those songs, it was like within a second or two, I was yes. like, I know the song. It is, it was truly amazing and very impressive because it wasn't just that you got them all right. You literally knew them so quickly. I, it was like my brain immediately was like, yes, I know the name. I'd like to take this one. Yeah. Um, it, I, but when your brain works like that, it's hard to imagine it other people's that way. brains not yeah, working yeah, sure, that way. Yeah. But that's one of the beautiful things of life is that we are all different. That's right. And that's something to celebrate. Absolutely. You know? So, anyway. All right. Here's some trivia questions. Okay, I'm ready. Number one, was Christmas ever outlawed in America? So this is like a true or false? Yeah, true or false. I mean... That feels like a very on-the-nose sort of question to have been... Sure. Like, why would somebody talk about that? <laughs> why would it be like, the answer is no. No, Moving on. it wasn't. It's always been welcome, and everyone's always loved it. Uh, I would say it has been outlawed. Do you have long. any ideas of how or when or why? My guess would be maybe something to do with, like, prohibition for some reason, or something mm-hmm. around, like, wartime, possibly? No, you okay. were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes! One win for me! <laughs> no, okay, it says, uh, though you may find it surprising, the answer is yes. From 1659 Whoa. to 1681, that's like almost... We were, we were still like property of Britain at that point. In time. Yes, this is true. Wow. Um, the Puritans did not allow Christmas to be celebrated, mm. going so far as to officially outlaw celebrating the date. Christmas wasn't designated a national holiday until almost two centuries later in 1870. Whoa. So there you go. Wow. So Pretty it's good. Kinda, it's kind of, you know, still new. Yes. Christmas as it were. <laughs> it's new in America. Less the, yeah, it's new. It's all a mode, you know? <laughs> That's right. All right, next question. Yeah. True or false, okay. George Washington loved eggnog. I mean, these are very specific. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had, did he have wool teeth? 
Was it or wooden wooden teeth? There was oh. a, a, a oh, rumor right. that he had wooden teeth. Wasn't it from Big Daddy? Like it was a he was his teeth were made of wool. Remember <laughs> when he goes? I think you mean wood. I don't remember that line. I believe you. Because if your teeth were made of wool, like yeah, that would be you couldn't drink anything. No, yeah, you drink and then you couldn't chew through anything. But also, There's like, no, what can you chew through with wool? Nothing. Must be wood. Wood. Yes, definitely. Wood. Uh, so if you had wood, t- I'm just trying to think like sure. wood, like wood mixed with eggnog tastes sure. weird. What do you think? Um, I'm gonna go with. He hated it. That is incorrect. Dang it. Two points for me. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, um, okay. My gut said that he liked it. Yeah. Should have gone with your follow your gut. Know, that's what they said. Uh, it is true. The founding father even had his own boozy recipe Whoa. where he forgot to note the number of eggs needed, but included the albeit important instruction, taste frequently. Oh, Okay. So he was a t- he was a taster. He was a t- so he was tasting with like whatever his little yeah. spirit was. That he my was... guess is that he was getting sauced while he was making. Are you making eggnog? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm making making eggnog. It. Listen, I started a country. <laughs> I need a little time to myself I now. The Delaware. <laughs> anyway, amazing. Okay, number three here. I got two more. Okay, what two things made red and green popular Christmas colors? Ooh. That's a great question. What two things made red and green popular? I, mean, I would guess green? green has got to be, well, I guess it could be like one of like three or four things that are sure. green at Christmas time. You could go one of two ways. You go one of two ways. You go one of three ways, maybe. Uh, I'm going to go Christmas tree for green and red. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Santa. Wasn't always a part of it. He really rose to popularity in like the 50s, the way we know him today. I'm going to go with uh, the red stripe on candy canes. Okay. Incorrect on both oh accounts. Oh, my gosh. But you were almost heading down the right path. Okay. With the Santa stuff. Oh, I was. I'll tell okay. you. Um, the, t- the answer is uh, of what two things made red and green popular Christmas colors. Holly, uh, which is yeah. kind of like Christmas yeah. trees. Holly and Coca-Cola. While the tradition of red and green holly dates back to uh, Roman winter solstice celebrations, the Coca-Cola company also played a role. The soda makers popularized the plump and jolly Mm. red suit-wearing Santa in an ad in 1931. Uh, Ariel Exut, co-author... We don't need that part. (laughs) We'll just say... The soda makers popularized the plump and jolly red suit wearing Santa in an ad in 1931. Wow. Which is crazy. So I was kind of, I was thinking of like his Santa, popularity. Yes, you were right. And, you were right. The and look Santa. at this. How funny is this? What? That ad is literally oh, dude. on my shirt You're that I'm wearing it. right now. And I'm, I should have just looked at my shirt. Answers I'm wearing are right in front Michael of you. Scott as as Santa Claus. You're like um, Kaiser Sose. The answers were all around you. You just needed to look. I know. And is th- this isn't Holly. This is Garland. Over That's here. Garland. So, yeah. Anyway, oh, what is, is Holly? Is Holly Holly? Holly is. It's a leaf. I mean, like I can picture what a Holly leaf is, but does it come? Is it part of a bush? I well, Emilio. When I think of holly, what I is think holly with berries? There's like the berries. In the yes, middle, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's what I'm picturing, it, but I don't know where do you, a bush. is it or an I, maybe it's like a like ivy. Maybe it's like a, does it grow by itself. Does it grow vine, off a tree? A vine type plant. What is holly, Emilio? Uh, according to Wikipedia, trusty Wikipedia, which could be written by anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's pretty right on science. Okay. Things like this. It is a genus of over 570 species of flowering plants. Um. Species are evergreen or deciduous trees, shrubs, and climbers from tropics to temperate zones. It's a very long description. 
Many species are adapted to laurel forest habitats. What if you search? What if you search this? Search is holly a bush or a tree? Ooh, I like that. Because I feel like we know it's one of those two. Yeah, it's but like what? The what is that? Not giving us what we want. Okay, left natural holly plants will mature into a classic evergreen conical shape. What's mm. a conical shape? Like cone. Like, oh, like a Christmas tree. So would that be conical? <laughs> I think it's pronounced conical. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right, folks. We don't have the answer. We we don't know. Is holly a bush or a tree or a vine? So if you're a botanist. If you're a botanist, please, with the amount of downloads that we're getting today, I mean, gotta somebody's got to be a botanist. We have someone who feeds penguins. Yes. We must have someone who... I don't know, feeds plants? Feeds plants, understands plants, Grows studies plants. plants. Yeah. yeah. So if you know, please let us know. We want to know, what is holly? Is holly a, a bush, a tree, a leaf, or a vine? Or something else that we're not uh, thinking of. And if your name is holly, you have bonus a, points. Yeah, you have, that would be great. Yeah. Hi, my name's Holly, and I live in Holly, Indiana, and I have the answers <laughs> about holly. I thought you were going to say Hollywood. Ooh, that was that's better. Yeah, anyway. That is better. Okay, last question. Yes. How fast... Would Santa's sleigh have to travel to deliver presents to all the children in the world? Now, there are theories. Nobody really knows. Mm -hmm. There are theories that he has a sort of way of slowing down time so he doesn't have to go this fast. But if he couldn't do that and he just had to go, how fast would he have to go to deliver all of the presents in one night? Can I save this Question for later after Santa J. Claus hopefully comes on the episode and I can just ask him. No, and then no, I you can need to tell me then. now. Okay. Um, I, how fast would it need to travel? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. To I do it in one a, night? A miles per hour. Well, okay. So planes travel, what, like around like 600 miles per hour? Yeah. Most like you know, yeah. airline uh, yeah. planes that we fly on, commercial airliners. Um, ah, gosh, I'm going to guess. I mean, it's got to travel like 10 times faster than that to get around in one night. Because it would be... Is that just around the world in one night? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, so like if you left LA, well, and then no, flew I'm back saying LA. How fast would you have to fly to do that? And how many hours? How many hours are they giving me here? Um, let's see. I'm getting very uh, thirty-one specific. hours. Oh, in thirty-one hours. Thirty-one hours. Oh, okay. So thirty-one hours. I wish I had a, a TI eighty-three right now. I could oh, yeah. run the the equation on that. Um, oh my gosh, thirty-one hours. I mean. I feel like if I can fly from here to London at 600 miles per hour in right. about, uh, what is that flight, about nine and a half sure. hours from here to London, um, that's about, what, like a quarter of the way around the globe from here? You got to deliver the presents, too. But are they factoring that in? I feel like maybe Yeah, I think at least, at least a little bit. Okay, I'm going to go 760 miles per hour. You are way low. Way, I'll give you one more chance because you are extremely low. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, I know why I'm low. Okay. I'm going to say 1,885 miles per hour. Closer, but still incredibly low. Really? About 6 million miles per what? hour. As reported in The Telegraph, factoring in the, in the number of children who celebrate Christmas around the world, around 700 million, okay. and the total time Santa would have due to time zone differences, 31 hours, Okay. Dr. Katie Sheen, a physicist from Exeter University, determined that Santa would travel so fast that his reindeer would break the speed of sound. Whoa. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. 
I mean, that's very apropos for today's countdown. Absolutely. We're talking about, you know, reindeer. And um, I do have one more thing to chat about with reindeer before, yes. you know, we get to our countdown here momentarily. Uh, so there was a special that just aired on television recently that featured a new reindeer. Yes. You know, Rudolph we've known for so long. Of course. Um, but there's a new reindeer that's a part of this tradition that started a few years ago there was like a book you could get and then you get like a little plush called reindeer Mm -hmm. in here have you heard of that i've not heard of reindeer in here so reindeer in here is you know sort of similar to the idea of like elf on the shelf where there's like a a friend who arrives uh at the holiday Mm -hmm. season as it were um as it were were i can't i can't stop um and there's there's a book, there's a story. You have this plush um, that hangs out with you. It's this really cool thing, and they actually got a special. And what I love about the reindeer, whose name is Blizzard, is is the name of the Good reindeer. Good name, great name for for reindeer. I may have uh, to add that to my list. Real hey, quickly. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, maybe it's on mine. Um, so so what's really cool about it is that it's inclusive. And I, you know, this is very personal for me, you know, because my daughter, as you know, Eric, and I know a lot, a lot of our listeners know, she was born with an upper limb difference back in 2018. And, mm-hmm. you know, my family and I, we've become huge advocates for, you know, inclusion of disability in the media. And uh, and Blizzard has one antler that is smaller oh. than the other. So this is an inclusive story. That is so cool. Which I just absolutely love. And, you know, it's, it's so cool to see, you know, the guy who created it, his name is Adam Reed, he's a he's a reality TV producer, uh, and him and I got introduced to each other a few years ago by this nonprofit organization in the limb difference awareness space called Lucky Finn Project. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "I just feel like you guys who are television guys who are you know creating inclusive content, sure. you should connect." And so it's been really fun. He he actually sent us uh, was it two Christmases ago? He had his team ship us you know a plush and a book That's for Emerson great. to have. So we bring it out every holiday season. It's just so cool to see his journey that he's been on. Cause they like literally like emptied their savings. Cause he just believed yeah. in this thing yeah. and placed this huge order and created this like kit of the plush plus the wow. book. And they started getting sold in target, I think like a couple years ago. And, and now they have their own special and there's this new reindeer. That's great. Um, you know, I'll get emotional talking about it, but I just love that, you know, rather than like, sort of the dated story of like reindeer, you know, and Rudolph specifically, um, you know, with like them not, them not sort of accepting him until sure. like they need him. Yeah. That this story isn't like that yeah. at all. It's just inclusive from the beginning. It's about embracing our differences and all that sort of stuff. So if you haven't checked out the special, please do so. And if you're looking for one of those like holiday traditions to bring into your home, um, that's a little less like mischievous than maybe sure. Elf on the Shelf, maybe check out Reindeer here. It's Reindeer in here. It's really, really cool. I love that. Very yeah. cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, please do. Um, and while we're chatting about reindeer, because yes. that's what today's all about, um, I was thinking like a good sort of like uh, idea starter as we sort of get to our countdown. Um, it dawned on me. Yes. As I was sitting in the office, you know, Hallmark Channel was nice enough to send us a bunch of wines yes. recently. Delicious. And obviously we didn't drink them all on the show. Because no. we probably wouldn't have finished the episode. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we did a little taste test of the red blend. So we have all these other bottles that have been sitting on one of the shelves in, in my office. Yeah. And I was looking at them and I thought, wait a second, those Hallmark Channel wine names would be really great reindeer names. Like, do you, do you remember right. the names of those yeah. wines? Well, there's uh, there's Sparkle. Yes. Jolly. Yes. Holly. Yep. Jingle and Joy. Yes. Those do Look all sound like uh, reindeer names. If you had to pick just one to be a reindeer name, which would you choose? Not to say that like this is going on your, sure. go on your list, but like um, that group. I'd probably choose sparkle 
I mean, yeah, it's pretty I strong. I like Sparkle. That's also, pretty, pretty there, there's a song in Elf the Musical called uh, Sparkle Jolly Christmas Jingling or something like that. Yes. Sparkle Jolly, I think is what it's called. Yes. And I always loved that song uh, singing it, and so I'd go Sparkle. I was just thinking of that song yesterday. Crazy. Yeah, because I was like, oh, how could we work that song into our show We somehow? should just play, you know what, we're going to play a tiny little clip of it right now. Play it, Emilio. <laughs> Come on, Emilio. You need to read our minds. Uh, just I'm look just up kidding. Elf Musical Sparkle. Yeah. There's a saying we have up north that helps us put our best foot forth. If you want to deck the halls for Mr. C, make sure there's sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingly. What the heck is that supposed to mean? Just more the usual home office bug dick. When a room is gloomy and its atmosphere is called it quits, then you must remember that December is a time for glitz. Never stop until each limb on your Christmas tree is sparkle, jolly, twinkle, jingly. Up every ornament that's sitting waiting on a shelf While you're busy decorating, why not decorate yourself? Soon you'll bring a smile to every person Isn't that great? I, I literally, look at, do you see my arms? Yes I just got chill. it's just so happy I love it, that's so good And that's uh, Sebastian Arcellus, Ar- Arcellus yeah. right? And so he sort of passed the like green hat of Buddy to you, theoretically, uh, right? Yes, it had a few other hands along oh, okay. the way. He, Sebastian was the original when they originally did it on Broadway, okay. which is funny. It was the first Broadway show that my daughter ever saw. Really? She saw it when I think there was like a limit. You had to be at least four years old to go to the theater, but she yeah. was only like two, and we snuck her in. And so that you was her first stuffed her show. shoes full of like yeah, yeah. Uh, TP. And yeah, like, so she oh. was a little taller. A little taller, <laughs> yeah. And fun fact... Uh, we just recorded with Sebastian for the Broadway pe- podcast that I do. I love we that. did a holiday-themed episode, and, and he came on with a couple other actors who've done holiday-themed holiday shows as that. well. But yeah, gosh, that just made me so happy. Yeah, it's great. I had such a good song. time doing that show. I can only imagine. And if you haven't checked it out, go to our Instagram page. We have some really cool uh, photos and videos of oh, Eric yeah. as Buddy the Elf when you were ice skating in like Central Park, oh. or not Central Park, but um, 30 Rock. Rockfell. Yeah, Rockfell. Yeah. What a blast. That so cool. Been. So cool. Um, okay. So if I were to pick a, a Hallmark Channel wine mm-hmm. to become a reindeer name, I feel like I would go with, I feel like Jolly. Jolly's good. But yeah. Jingle is also good. Jingle's I'm kind also good of, it, Jingle is fighting in my head for uh, yeah. supremacy. I feel like, but Jingle sort of comes with the territory because they all jingle. They right? do all have the bells. Yeah. Like, yeah. does, would Jingle have like, a Extra larger bells. Bell I think Jingle, than else. Jingle would have like double bells. Ooh. So like everybody would be like, Jingle, jeez, like go easy. Jingle's extra. Yeah. Jingle's a little extra. And Jingle's like, well, this is my name. This is my name. This is what I do. Um, but either way, I mean, I love the names of Hallmark Channel's wines. Yeah. They are just so creative. And like you can't like look at the name like Jolly or and Sparkle not feel it. and not feel happy. Yeah. Like be like, okay. I'm in a good mood now. Yes. Then you pour yourself a little glass of wine. You put on a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie. Totally. Maybe pop yourself some corn. Put it in a Hallmark Channel branded like popcorn bowl, mm. which I know you can get on HallmarkChannel.com. Yep. Um, you know they have this incredible gift guide over there as well. But it just feels like Hallmark Channel wine feels like the perfect pairing. You know, everyone talks about pairings, yeah, right? Especially with wine. You know, yeah. oftentimes we talk about like pairing wine with a meal. A meal, yeah. Well, let's talk about pairing wines with, with reindeer. Movies. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, if I'm having reindeer, whoa, no, whoa, no, 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 I'm not having reindeer. Oh gosh, no, the Christmas fans will revolt like, on me. What's happening over there? Um, that's how they went viral. Um, no, so we are not. We are not like that. Uh, no, so pairing a Hallmark Channel wine, yes, with a movie like for me. You know, I think about like the movies that are coming out this weekend, right? They have the Christmas class reunion mm-hmm. is coming out yep. this weekend. Like if you were going to pair a Hallmark Channel wine with that title alone. Do you know what I would go with? What? I would go with joy mm. and for the holiday sitter on Sunday because Ooh. I think I'm going to feel a lot of joy watching that uh, that movie. I like that idea I think that's going to be good. Yeah. I think for a Christmas class reunion... I think I might go sparkle. Sparkle, because when you go back to the reunion, yes, you want to sparkle. Everybody oh, yeah. can pretend that they just want to like see old friends. Everybody's trying to show off a little bit. Say, listen, I've got mm-hmm. my life together. I'm doing big things. I'm a, I'm a good good person. Yes, I have made it through life. I'm now a 40 year old man, but I'm okay. <laughs> so yeah, sparkle goes great with a uh, class reunion. Plus, think about like a class reunion. Like I imagine a lot of people like having like a toast with some champagne. Sure, yeah. At a class reunion, yeah, that yeah. feels like the the perfect yeah. fit. Do they have? Does Hallmark have a uh, Chabert? Wine, or like a Chabert champagne? I mean, if they don't, they need to. Hallmark. Chabert champagne. It's right there. It's right you. there. I mean, Lacey, you're probably listening. Yes. Right now. I mean, you need to you get together You can put your face right on it. That's so good. And we will talk about it. Chabert champagne. Chabert champagne. <laughs> uh, anyway, check out Christmas Class Reunion uh, <laughs> with your sparkle, uh, sparkling wine this weekend. Christmas Class Reunions, all about high school classmates uh, who reconnect. Uh, at Christmas for their 15-year reunion, and over the course of their time reconnecting, the classmates challenge each other to remember who they were, who they are, and who they want to be. I love that. You know what else yeah. I love about that? Mm. Is it sounds like it is similar to uh, Three Wise Men and a Baby. Yeah. Um, it's it's not that there's not a love story that might be in the film. We haven't seen it yet. But right. it's not necessarily... A lot of the holiday films are like... Boy and girl, they meet each other, yep. or boy and boy, they meet each other and they fall in love, right? right. And it's the story of that. Right. But this sounds like it's a group of people. And yes, some are probably experiencing love and some are, you know, in other journeys and stuff. But right. I like that Hallmark is pushing the envelope and not just making like a rom com about a couple falling in love. I yes. kind of like that they're making, they're pushing the boundaries with uh, with their films. Oh, yeah. The storytelling is expanding, which I absolutely yeah. love. So check that out. Uh, that's uh, Saturday, December 10th at 8, 7 Central. And then, as Eric mentioned, make sure you check out the Holiday Setter on Sunday at 8, 7 Central yeah. with our buddy Jonathan Bennett, who I believe, fingers crossed, just like we're, you know, hoping the Santa J. Claus is going to be joining us later this episode, which I think is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we are in the process of booking Jonathan Bennett, the star of that movie, yes. for our next episode. That's going to be so great. I'm super stoked about um, anyway, speaking of all the reindeer-related conversations, yeah. shall we get to I the countdown? Let's get to the countdown of the top five new reindeer names. All right, folks, here we are. It is time for this list. This is going to be a good one and a very kind of exciting little bit. You may hear some giggles right now because we have a special guest joining us in studio <laughs> This is our first in-studio guest, Danny, which is kind of exciting. This is exciting. Uh, We have a little elf here by the name of Miles Peterson, (laughs) who is my son. And he helped me come up with our list of reindeer names. So I was like, Miles, do you want... Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know we could do that. And so I said, Miles, do you want to come in and sort of help explain the reasoning behind the names that we picked? What do you think, bud? Are you happy to be here? Yes. Yes. 
Tell us some more. Uh, tell us what your name is, how old you are. My name is Miles, and I'm seven years old. Great. Seven. And do you love Christmas? Hmm. I love it too much. There is no words. There's wow. no words. He was he was thinking about screaming, but he knew that he would blow out the mic, <laughs> and that was a good move. That was there, a buddy. perfect answer. Um, um, what's your favorite part about Christmas? Everything. Everything. But my super favorite is family. Yeah, Aww. that's a good answer. Good answer. Buddy. Raising him well, man. Um, all right. That. Should uh, we get into this list here? Uh, Quick fun fact. Yeah, I wanted to share just one quick fun fact. You know, I love fun facts. Yes. Um, so I was looking up like facts about reindeer that were really cool. And there was one that stu- stood out to me that I wanted to share. And that is that Santa's sleigh most likely runs on girl power. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because unlike other members of the deer family, both male and female reindeers grow antlers in most populations. But when it comes to figuring out whether Santa's sleigh is pulled by Rudolph or Rhonda, the key (laughs) is when those antlers shed. The argument for an all-female pulling team is based on the fact that older male reindeer usually shed their antlers in early December. Wow. And as we've always seen, right, in the imagery, they have antlers, right, which would leave them antlerless at Christmas uh, in contrast, female reindeer shed their antlers well into the spring. There you go. Which makes them far better contenders for Santa's sleigh. Which I, I was like, okay, that's that. interesting. When you think about the names of like Vixen, sure, uh, yeah. that feels Cupid. Like, yeah, that feels like those could be lady names. So Absolutely. I will say that I may have factored that in a little bit. Good to know. When I was kind of, you had your ringer, which was Miles. Sure, <laughs> my ringer was uh, a website called EarthTouchNews.com. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. So let's start here. My, uh, or our, sorry, our uh, first selection. Now, one of the things that we did in our list here is um, I was looking up something. I'm going to pull it up right here so I can uh, quote it correctly. Okay. Um, about reindeer and sort of the, uh, the start of the reindeer names and stuff like that. And it is right here. Okay. So we know of the eight famous reindeer from Twas the Night Before Christmas right. is where the, the names came from. Right. But L. Frank Baum, who wrote Wizard of Oz, right. which is where the name Elphaba comes from. Oh, uh, did I didn't you know, know that? that. Yeah, that's why her name's Elphaba and Wicked. That's brilliant. L. Frank Baum. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he wrote a... Uh, so Twas the Night Before Christmas came out in like 1823 or something like that. Okay. Uh, he wrote something called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus in 1902. Hmm. And he had a list of 10 reindeer, none of which matched those from A Visit from St. Nicholas or Twas the Night Before Christmas. Okay. So his reindeer, as named by L. Frank Baum, were the principal reindeer were Flossie and Gossie. And then he gathered others named Racer and Pacer, Reckless and Speckless, Whoa. Fearless and Peerless, and ready and steady. Okay. So because of that, Miles and I, when we were talking about it last night, and Lisa, my wife, um, we were like, I think that we should put them in pairs, mm. and maybe that they yeah. kind of rhyme a little bit. What do you well, want to say, Miles? Smart. But there was one of the five that we didn't put in pairs. Well, we'll say Ooh, that, because okay. that's going to be our number one. Ooh, okay. We'll that's going to be your number one. All so right. we're going to start with our, our first number five here yeah. is Tell Miles. Ferrari and Guinea, like, because they have to be fast. The reindeer have to be fast. And a Ferrari and a Lamborghini. I like so that. Ferrari and Guinea. Ferrari that's, and Guinea. That's ooh. our number five slot. I like that. Ferrari and Guinea. Really, really good. I mean, two of the fastest cars, sure. you, you need, know, on the road. Yeah, you need speed. 
Yeah. Because we just talked about it. We need to go 6,000 miles per hour or 6 million. Gosh, that's really fast. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, Lamborghinis pulling that sleigh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. I didn't think about the pairing of names. You know, Dasher, Dancer, yeah. Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. I wish I would have thought about that. I could have got more names sure, yeah. into my list. Maybe I'll share some of my like runner-ups. Sure. Should yeah. we do that in the Patreon episode or should... Do it uh, now. Do it now? Okay, I'll yeah, do, it do it now. now. We'll do it live. Uh, okay, so uh, my number five, I got really silly with these, Eric. I'm okay. just going to warn you. I got really, really silly with these, and I maybe had a little bit too much fun creating <laughs> puns. We like that. Um, but this first one is a nod to our show. Okay. This is something that it, I think so many people have started to associate with us, uh, with our personality, with you know um, us being you know, millennial middle-aged dads. Right. Apparently we're geriatric millennials, I yeah, guess yeah, is yeah. technically the title. Um, but I was trying to remain cool. So I thought, what's very current? Like, let's create a current reindeer who, like, when he walks in, people would be like, whoa, we got to watch where, out. Yeah, this, this guy's young. Like this. So number five for me is going to be Yeeter. <laughs> yes. Like yeet. Yeet. It's Yeeter. Is, uh, I love that. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know. It just, because you think about like some names like, Blitzen, I know, is like a word that is used to describe things, but some of the words, like, I don't know, uh, Donner. Sure, yeah. What is that? I'm sure we could look that up. I did actually see that Blitzen and I think it might be... Oh, is it Thunder and Lightning? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And they they used, because it was written by a Dutch person, Mm. and that in the Dutch language, I think it was Donder and Blitzen. Donder Blitzen was Thunder and Lightning, or it was like used to say like, go faster, like, let's go, Uh, hurry up. Okay. And then they became. But I like Yeeter. Yeah. I just want to hear Santa like crack the whip and go, yeet. Like, I just feel like that would be so cool, wouldn't it? That is great. All what right, so that's my number five. What do you heater. think of that, Miles? <laughs> Boom. Name, right? I, that, that laugh is all I you need. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so our number four selection. What's our number four? Leppy and Murray. Leppy and Murray. Ooh. Now, why are they called Leppy and Murray? Because Leppy is because we thought Cupid. Oh, like Angel. And, hey. well... Let's think of another thing. St. Patrick's Day, leprechauns, leppy. And then Murray, like like in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, when um, the reindeer named Pluto, Murray. Mm. So there's an episode. Have you ever seen Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas? No. It's so good. I know. I got to get on it. I got to get on it. One of the shorts in there is. It's the last one. Yeah, it's the last one. Pluto uh, and Mickey get in a fight over over decorating. Okay. And Mickey kind of tells Pluto, like, you're a bad dog. You need to go be in the doghouse. And he he ends up feeling very bad about this. But while he's in the doghouse, he gets swept up and he goes to the North Pole, and the other reindeer think that he's a reindeer. Oh, wow. And they call him Murray. Murray the reindeer, but it's uh, also like Murray Christmas, right? Ooh, and so that's we thought fun. we liked that it was Murray Christmas, but also that because our family loves that episode, that we would sort of pay homage to that. I right? love that. That's great. Anything I love Leppy. Um, or is that it for that one? That's it for that. Okay. One. Okay. That was strong. Okay, so I'm gonna go silly again here. At number four. Love it. Um, this is. A name that I don't know if it's my uncle came up with this as like a great name for a racehorse, mm-hmm. you know, because horses have hooves. Sure, but guess who else has hooves? Reindeer. 
Yes. So this reindeer's name would be Hoof Hearted. Hoof Hearted. Ooh, that's kind of good. Hoof Hearted. Hoof Hearted. Oh, that is good. Uh, <laughs> I'm nailing it with Miles here today. Yes. We should, have you, we should have you in here more often, Miles. You make me feel good, good about myself today. I did not see that coming. I was like waiting for you to get there. I really thought it was like hoof-hearted. Like yeah. it was like it's, it is a full horse heart. It like, is. It's a reindeer it's heart, but it's hoof-hearted. Hoof-hearted. <laughs> hoof-hearted. That is good. You're welcome. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, thank you very much. That was really good. Oh, thank you. I'll, 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 I got to tip my cap to my, oh my, my Uncle gosh. Dean, I think. It was either him or my Grandpa Dean who came up with that at some point in time, and I just held on to it for years. There was this um, there was this video game that you used to be able to play like at really big arcades. Uh-huh. We were just talking about arcades recently. Um, they had an ESPN zone at downtown Disney, and it was like this huge screen, and there were like four different stations you could sit at, and you would like create a racehorse, mm-hmm. and you'd have to like train him, and then he oh, would like cool. enter him in races, and they would like give you like a card it would print out, so you could bring it back, and like the career of that horse would just keep wow. going on and on. And I named my horse Hoof Hearted. That's really good. Yes, that's so, really good. Anyway, I love that. His memory lives on. That's right. Yeah. All right. So we're to our number three miles. Tell him about this uh, um, next pairing here. The next pairing is Blanky Jr. and Teddy Jr. Because um, <laughs> talking to the microphone. I have a blanket named Blanky. Okay. And he smells very good. And my dad has a teddy bear named Teddy. Okay. And he smells very good, so Junior. Junior. And then... So Blanky Jr. and Teddy Jr. I like that. And they both smell good, so... They both smell good, and I was talking talking with Miles about how smell is such a uh, transformative Mm. uh, sense. Yeah. And that... You know, I was like, he said, because he was saying how his blankie smells really good. And I was like, you know what? It will always smell good. And when you're a 40-year-old man and you've, cl- you, I said, you're not going to still have blankie with you every day, but it'll be somewhere. And what did, what did you say you were going to do with blankie once you were a man? Remember you said you were going to put it in a safe? <laughs> I'm going to put it in a safe that's... I'm going to put it in a box that needs a key, but 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 it's in... But but it's in the but the key is in a safe, and the box is hidden, and the key is in a safe, in in, in that I'm the only person who knows the code to, and the safe is also hidden. Yes. So your blankie would be hidden away. But <laughs> what I was telling you was that when you become a, an adult man, if you go back to your blankie and you take a big smell of it it will probably make you feel like you're a seven-year-old boy again because <laughs> i have my teddy that was like my number one lovey and now it's on miles's bed and occasionally when you're at school i go in and i just Aww. smell teddy and it makes me feel like a little kid again it's i love cool. that <laughs> pretty cool that's special yeah so that was our uh number three okay so i'm just gonna continue on this funny train yes and i had a lot of funny ones which i'll share at the end but this one i i had to just Throw it in because when I thought of it, I was like, well, that's really funny. Um, so this one is Harold. Mm. Because what's a nickname for Harold? That's my second favorite <laughs> name to name thing. Miles names all of his like stuffed animals Harold. Really? No, all of them Gerald. Oh, Gerald. But, but my second favorite is Harold. 
Okay. So I named it Harold because what's what's a nickname for Harold? Harry. Harry. Yeah. And what are reindeer? Harry. Harry. That's pretty good. There we go. I was like, you know, and just I, I picture Harold as being like, he might be a little goofy, sure. you know, sure. like he's just like, like, oh, Harold. There's Harry. There's there's Harry, yeah. you know, over there. Now like tell I, me this. What is Harold's middle name and last name? Because I feel like he goes by Harry, but when his mom yells at him, she says, Harold something something. Well, I, I would guess it would be like Harold J. Haroldson. <laughs> right? Harold J. Haroldson. That's or good. Maybe it'd be like Harold H. Haroldson. That, oh, so it's all H's. I, I like just that. feel like his his then family's he's Triple H. He is. It's Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yes. He is the Triple H of of uh, of reindeer. I love uh, that. But I just I just thought that'd be really funny. They call me Harold. I'm Harold, but Harry for short. That's you know? good. I just he seems like a really funny guy. Yes, I like him. So I that's like my that. number three. Harold. That's a great great one. Thank you. Um, all right, we're to our number two. Oh, this is a fun one that we okay. came up with. Yeah. So we were thinking of Vikings. Okay. Why, why were we thinking of Vikings? Uh, because we are yeah. we are Scandinavian, so we like Vikings. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, keep going. Um, and we looked at a picture which showed um, a Viking riding on Rudolph. Ooh, yeah. that's very cool. cool. We'll we'll put it in the the show link. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. And we and I thought of Vicano. Ooh, that sounds fierce. And Saint Vikingless. <laughs> Vicano and Saint Vikingless. Oh, I like those, those so are, much. That's great, dude. Give me some. Those were strong. Those were strong. Those that was really good. Yeah. Vicano because you thought of a Viking mixed with a volcano. Yes. Yeah. Vicano. And Saint Viking loss. So is Vicano like? Would he be sort of like a combination of a reindeer and a dragon? Where like he might like shoot fire out of his mouth, like a like a volcano, or out of his butt? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's but, yes. Wait, but if it came out of his butt, where would you put him on the sleigh? Because you don't want it to hit the reindeer behind him. And if he's in the last row, it could hit Santa. Yeah. So I don't, maybe, maybe he would have to take some tums or something before yes before the flight so that yeah. nobody got burned. Vicano. Vicano. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I feel like you would put him in the back because it'd be like your nos. Yes. Your yes. boost. You're like hit the Vicano. Vicano. Engage. Open the lid. <laughs> and you're just like off. That's how. Maybe that's the secret to Santa getting around yeah, the world in 31 hours. Is is Vicano? That's his little it. ace up his sleeve. I like that. That was really great, Miles. Nicely done. Uh, so my number two, I kind of want to change it. This one just feels like so, uh, on. Okay. Like it just feels like, of course you would call a reindeer this. Sure. So what, maybe I'll tell you what it was. Okay. And then I'm going to pick a, a silly one. Sure. Cause I feel like that's just where we're going. So flurry was my number two. Well, that's cute. It just felt like that's cute. snow flurries. Yeah. Flurry. Just like, it just felt on brand. Um, but I'm going to go with another one that when I thought of it, it just made me laugh. Okay. And that's headlight. Ooh, that is good. Like a deer in headlights. Yes. <laughs> a reindeer in headlights. I just thought like that just, it's so silly. It's but so also, ridiculous. I'll, well, I'll say something in just a second. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Headlight. I yes. like headlight. Very good. And that's actually a great little segue okay. to our number one. Uh, what is our number one? Uh, this one is not a pair. This is a single Ooh. reindeer. Okay. And who is it, Miles? Um, it's to go up in the front with Rudolph. Clarice. Clarice. Clarice from the Rudolph 
special. That's oh, the girl that he that's like great. falls in love with. Who Clarice goes on and finds him and yes. helps him get saved. She thinks I'm cute. Yes, that's yes. the one. And so we were like, everybody else is in pairs, but poor yeah. Rudolph has to be up there in the front by himself. And maybe he would want his girlfriend to oh come with him because, you know, girls can pull just as much as the guys can. 100%. As we've, as we've learned. But what I was thinking is if Clarice is busy, then Headlight and Rudolph could both be at the front. And oh, then yeah. That sounds like a good pairing oh, as well. Oh, my gosh. Clarice, that's so smart. Yeah. Nice. Great list, Miles. I love that, man. Nicely. Daddy thought of Clarice. I, I okay, that was, that was an Eric entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have so many others that I would love to put on here. And maybe I should just like, Throw out a couple of yeah, them, throw out a couple. and then I'll give you my number one. Great. Um, so I had another one. Uh, I put Chase on there just because that yeah. was what you know started yeah. this idea. Jet was another mm-hmm. one that I had. Yeah. Uh, I had um, Make It Rain, Deer. Uh, I thought that would be fun. Uh, rain, raindrop. Raindrop the reindeer. That's I, I like that one. Uh, I had and I had uh, Zippy and Zingy. Ooh, that's good. I don't know. They just seem like a very uh, mischievous pair. Yeah. Zippy and maybe they're twins. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe all reindeer look the same. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to go with a number one. And I'm really excited uh, when we chat with Santa J. Claus because Emilio just gave us the word that. Oh, he's coming? He, Santa's coming. Oh, coming to town. Um, so I think I'm going to share this one with Santa because I really want to get Santa's input on this. This just felt like when I thought of this name, I was like, that's a reindeer name. It has the feeling of existing names. But it's new. It's different. It's Dazzle. Ooh, yeah. Dazzle. I like that. Dazzle, just like this, like dazzling. Dasher, Dan- Dasher dancer, Dazzle. Prancer vixen, comet cupid, cupid, Dazzle blitzen. That's good. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like Dazzle would probably be up towards the front, and maybe like when Rudolph's light is shining, it might like reflect off of. Yeah. Dazzle. Maybe Dazzle has like this like sparkle then, built into its coat. Yeah. As it were. Yeah. And then. Just make this light brighter. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, Christmas is just about brightness. That's you know, right. brightness of spirit, brightness of light. Um, but yeah, this was this was such a fun love list. That. And you know, and Emilio's given us a heads up that not only is Santa in, but Santa is on the line. Oh my gosh. Right now. So Miles, Miles, can you step out of the room yeah, real you quick? Step out real we're quick, gonna have a we're quick gonna talk chat to Santa with Santa quick. and then maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe he can talk to you. Maybe we can bring Santa busy. in or we'll uh, Miles into we'll chat see. with Santa. Thank you, Miles, though. You Thank did you, Miles. Great, great list, Miles. Names. Everybody make some noise yeah, for Miles. Miles. We're just going to send this child out to be by himself in the hallway. <laughs> it's okay. We're talking to Santa. Go away. Yeah, the children <laughs> must leave the room and the adults talk to Santa. Um, but here, here we go. Okay, it here looks we like go. Emilio's bringing him in via Zoom. It's happening. All right, folks. This is very exciting. We have the most important guest that we could possibly have on a Christmas oh podcast. I have such a big smile on my face right we now. We got the big guy. We got the big cheese. We got Mr. Red Coat, the greatest, the one and only Santa J. Claus is with us. Santa. Straight from the North Pole. Santa, how are you? Merry Christmas. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm doing quite well. Thank you for the invitation to participate on this podcast. I'm still trying to learn all of the technologicals. <laughs> It's amazing. We're we're so shocked that you're even able to fit yes. us in because we know this is the busiest time of the year. How are things going up at the workshop right now? Well, right now we are what we call full steam ahead. Yeah. Yes. We've been a lot of people do not realize we take all year long to prepare for Christmas. There is so much to do, but now is the season where the wish lists begin to come in, and we find out if we have 
made a good choice on some of the on some of the production numbers yeah. or if there's some things that we're going to have to do double time. <laughs> sure. Of course. I, I mean, what is life like in the North Pole year year round? Like is it oh gifts like you said, gifts are always being made. That's just a part of everyday life up there? Certainly. I think that it's important to understand we have so many children throughout the world that we could not possibly be able to have it all done in time in just a few short moments. Right. That's a really great point. How much how much time do you take off after you've delivered all the presents? You get back on Christmas Day. What's the downtime before it all starts up again? Well, I would say that deliveries begin on the 24th, the 25th. We also have a few countries that are celebrating at the beginning of January. A lot of right. people do not understand that. But once all of the deliveries are done, I will take a, a week or two, make, maybe make a little trip with Mrs. Claus. Oh, that's and then nice. It's full steam ahead once again. Wow. <laughs> now, where do you and Mrs. Claus vacation? Because obviously a lot of people know you very well. I mean, you've got to go somewhere that's a yeah. little incognito. You know, incognito, right? Well, I try to be a little undercover, but <laughs> I certainly love the color red. So sometimes people can spot me out and about. But we always try to do something fun, something new. I, love I think that. last I love year's that. vacation spot was Oahu. <laughs> Ooh, nice. I love that. Now, speaking of people spotting you, I, I have a question for you. So my mom has sworn for many years that when she was a small child that she saw you in the living room in her childhood home. Do you happen to remember uh, Marilyn maybe in the early 60s possibly sneaking out and, and catching a glimpse of you? Marilyn, well... She was always trying to spot me, I must say. She's a very intelligent individual, always trying to find out what the gifts were before it was time. Yes. But, but awesome. certainly she spotted me, but we try. We try the best we can. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so cool. I knew. I mean, my mom is a very honest person, so I knew that yeah. she must have seen you when, when she was a small a small child. How cool that she had that very cool experience. I, I remember I also saw you. I think I've told you about this, Danny. I saw you when I was about seven or eight years old. I'm from Chicago and you were riding in a cab next to me as I was leaving the mall. And I saw you and you winked at me. And I, I knew that I knew it was you. You tried to hide, but I knew it was you. Well, you can kind of tell in the eyes, my friend. That's what it somebody, is. When somebody has spotted Santa Claus out in the open. Yes. Yeah. You know, speaking of, you know, going around the world, on, you know, Christmas, when you are out, you know, delivering gifts to, what, millions upon millions of children all around the world, is there a part of the world that's most challenging to fly your sleigh? Well, I will say that we begin the deliveries in the South Pacific Islands, okay. and we're going through New Zealand and Australia. And now we see oftentimes in the films and in the music we hear of these beautiful white Christmases. But when we are visiting in the South Pacific, my friends, it is the summer. And it's, quite, it's quite warm where, where you might have an individual in the Americas that would be celebrating in the snow for a ski trip at Christmas time. In Australia, they might be having a barbecue on the beach. Wow. wow. And it might be a little, I'd imagine with your coat, it's got to be a little warm. A little steamy. Uh, yeah, you flying. take the coat off when you're in the warmer parts? Well, I must say we have a few technologies hidden within the coat Ooh, that keeps oh, me warm or keeps me cool. But when we're going to the South Pacific, oftentimes there's not enough landing space for the sleigh and reindeer. That's a good point. So we have to improvise and use a little Christmas magic. 
I love that. Speaking of Christmas magic, Danny and I were wondering, what do you prefer if you got the choice between going through chimneys or going through keyholes? What's your what's your favorite entry point into a into a child's home to bring presents? Well, we always have, and I don't know if you've seen this, my friends. Possibly not. Here's the key, my friends, right here. Oh, are you serious? A beautiful, a beautiful brass key. It's been forged by the ancient elves, my friends. A very important thing. The majority of children in the world do not have a chimney, right, in their home. Yeah, right. So I, some, some of the traditions that we follow, there might be a delivery at the window. Sometimes mm. it is a, a keyhole. Sometimes it is the chimney. Sometimes it is the front door. Yeah. It all depends on what we are trying to respect the traditions of the culture and the traditions of the family. But I would say to pick one or the other, I, I think that they're all very special indeed and all require a little bit of magic. So it's a fun ride, my friends. Imagine. <laughs> you know, speaking of respecting traditions, one thing I love about you, you know, Santa J. Claus, is that on your, your social media channels, you are so inclusive of everyone. I love that you um, spread this message of, you know, everyone is, is welcome at Christmas. I, I love that, you know, you just have such an incredible heart and, and your spirit is just um, incredible. And I just wanted to express that, like how grateful I am for you, that you're just inclusive of everyone um, in this world. Well, my friend, you warm my heart with your kind words. I would say that the world needs positivity. The world needs as much kindness as we each can give. And oftentimes the world wants to focus on all that is wrong, all that is negative. When you might read a newspaper or watch a television show, there might be things that are not right in the world, but we must be able to also take time each and every day to think of the good things that are around each of us. And for me, it's so very important that when I decided and made a, a very important decision to even participate on the social medias, mm. that the children of the world would have an opportunity to see kindness and that they would feel within their heart my true love for each of them. It does not matter what their background is. There are individuals that are following on the social medias of every walk of life, of every background imaginable. And to be able to have a little bit of an opportunity that I can have to remind each of them that they matter, that they belong, that they are good enough just the way they are. These are all very important things indeed. I could not agree more. That is just great. Sam. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> I'm crying over, over here, here too. Oh my gosh. You're the greatest. You know, I think as parents, you know, that, that's a message that we want to impart upon our children uh, as well. You know, I'm, I'm the parent of, of a child with a disability, and it's become my mission to let her know that she is, you know, that she is capable and, and she is perfectly made. Uh, and, and our uniqueness, uh, our differences are what give us our, our superpowers in life. And I just love that you, Santa, are spreading that message as well. It really means the world to me. So I just, you know, want to say a huge thank you um, for that. So, you know, we know that you are very busy and you, you've given so much of your time. You know, this episode that Eric and I are doing, uh, we've revealed, you know, our top five ideas for new reindeer names. If you were to happen to need to bring on a new reindeer just to your case. fleet, just in case. Uh, Donner's feeling a little under the weather one yeah. year. You got to slide somebody into the <laughs> slot. We're, we're just giving you some options here. So we would love to share, you know, a couple of the names that we came up with, and maybe you could let us know what your thoughts are yeah. on those names. So certainly, the, certainly. The, the name that I came up with is actually two, because I know that a lot of times your reindeers come in pairs, you know, Donner and Dash or all those things. Mm. Right. And so 
I thought, what do reindeers need? They need to be fast, right? Because you got a lot to do. So I thought, what about Ferrari and Guinea? Like <laughs> Lamborghini. <laughs> Ferrari and Guinea. And those would be like a pair that they would they would be very fast. What do you think? It's, a, it's something that we could give a little thought to. That's, that's <laughs> fair. Give that's a little good thought enough. To. That's yeah, all right. That's we'll fair. let it marinate. Um, so the number one name on my list, uh, I just, when I think of Christmas, I think of magic, I think of lights. And the name that I had was Dazzle, was my number one name that I came up with. I just, you know, thinking Wonderful. of like just the sparkliness of this reindeer that just dazzles yeah. in the night. But you can also say something that's very dazzling, like yeah. it just captivates you. A dazzling reindeer with the name Dazzle. I, I like it. It's quite catchy. I think that Rudolph might be a little jealous. <laughs> That's true. Well, then you could have two at the front and like maybe uh, Rudolph's red nose could reflect off of like Dazzle and it would make the front of your sleigh even brighter for those really, you know, difficult you know, flurries that you're flying through. Wonderful, wonderful. Just a thought. Yeah. Santa, I have one, one, one more quick thing before we let you go, because I know you're super busy. My son, Miles, is here today in studio with us. Could he step in real quick and just say hello to you real quick? Miles is there. My goodness, oh. I cannot wait. Miles, Bring him on in, in my friend. Miles, Miles come on in. <laughs> here we go. Sit on my lap like you would sit on Santa's lap. There well, there wonderful, you. wonderful, my friend. I love the Christmas cheer within your outfit. And it looks like one of my hats. You did not take my hat, did you, Miles? <laughs> well, my friend, I have a few words for you. I know that you've been working hard this year and all of, all of the opportunities to exercise your mind and your heart. And I'm so very grateful and fortunate to be able to see that you are being a kind helper and a good listener to your grown-ups. A very important thing. So I was looking, my friend, and, and determining how you were going on that nice list. And do you know the nice list, the, the key to all of it is kindness to others and kindness to yourself. Yes. And my yes. friend, I'm so very proud of you. What a wonderful thing that you have been doing. Now, I have a few little comments to make. One, make sure that you never forgetting brushing your teeth. A very important thing. We always, we always want to brush all of the teeth that we want to keep. That's a great point. Brush the ones you want to keep. And, and I must tell you as well, the elves, oftentimes I'm asking, what, what can I be able to share with children out throughout the world? And they will say, Santa, can you please let them know to be able to take care of all of their toys, to keep all of their toys picked up? They work so very hard on the toys that we want to be able to be kind to the toys as well. And I know that you are, Miles. I'm very proud of you. Now, I have a question for you, Miles. This is very important. This might be one of the most important questions that you ever have heard. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Are you going to leave me a, a few cookies at Christmas? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I knew that I could count on you. Oh, that's so what good. Kind of cookies do you want us to leave you, Santa? Yeah. Well, I am asked this almost every single day, multiple times every day. Santa, what is your favorite cookie? What would you love to enjoy? And I always say, my favorite cookies are the yummy ones. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Do you want to ask Santa anything before he goes? Do you want to tell him anything? Yes. I can tell him. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Miles. 
from my heart to yours, to you and your family. That's so awesome. May your season be filled with love and joy, peace and happiness, and all good things, my friends, all good things. The world truly needs Christmas. And I'm grateful to you and, and to all of you that are being able to spread a little bit of positivity and, and be able to enjoy the Christmas season. Everyone often asks, what, what is Christmas all about? And at the very, very true center of all of it is love. And I send my love to each of you. Thank you, Santa. Jay, uh, uh, one more thing, Santa. You know, my, my children couldn't be here today because they're a little bit younger. Um, would you mind just wishing a quick uh, Merry Christmas to Emerson and Riley? Well, Emerson and Riley, my goodness, they know how very much I care for them. And I cannot wait for them to see what we've been working on for them. <laughs> I wish them all good things, all good things. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa. And my daughter Sophie's not here, so she's saying Merry Christmas as well. <laughs> we'll get them all covered. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank well, you so much, Santa. Santa. We'll let you get back Best to Best wishes, my friends. Best work. wishes. Merry, right, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Time to get back to the workshop. Back to work. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Santa. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Santa. All right. Bye. Bye, Santa. Okay. How cool was that? That, <laughs> that was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. We got to talk to Santa. I mean, when we started this show, you know, I, I thought, oh, we'll get to like chat with, you know, maybe some cool like people who've been in like Christmas movies sure. or whatever it might be. And we have been fortunate enough yeah. to do that. Um, but to have like the man who makes all the magic happen for all the so kids around the world, cool. Santa here on Christmas Countdown Show. Miles, what did you think Mind about blown. talking to Santa? What did you think? He's speechless. No which words. Is, which is great podcast content. It's the best. <laughs> Try to find some words because your silence is deafening. <laughs> what did you think about talking to Santa? Was he cool? I have no words. He has no words. I were can you, understand that. Were you happy? Were you excited? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, what a special experience, right? You know, yes. not only for Miles, but for us. Yes. I loved looking over at you and when Miles and Santa were getting to talk here, like you just, you were so emotional. Yeah. That was I, a, I cried a little bit. I saw that. I, I was like, this bit. is what Christmas is all about. The Absolutely. magic of the moment. So Absolutely. how cool that we got that experience and, you know, that, that we got to share our reindeer names with, with uh, him as well. I love that he remembered my mom and you yeah, from when you were a kid. Taxi cab. Ah, oh, that's magic. So that's magic. Cool. That's it. That it is. Yeah. That, as it were, it is magic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, but that's the end of this episode. That's true. Um, so... You what? Oh, you talk to Santa. Yes. Now he's got words. I love it. Um, now we finish every episode by saying one thing from me and one thing from Danny. So, Miles, you're going to help me out, okay? Merry Christmas and happy holidays. All right. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye bye. See ya. Good job, bud. Boom. You did great. Nice job, Miles. Nice job. This is not unique. Yeah, we're not paying you anything. That was an internship. You know Ferrari, Lamborghini, Leppy, Murray, Blanky Jr., Teddy Jr., Vicano, St. Viking Lust. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Clarice from the Rudolph special had a very shy.